0: Thank you for tuning in to Jason DeMars Live. Every Tuesday and Friday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, I teach on various biblical topics. Get in contact with me at jasondemars.com. Let me know what topics you would like me to cover in future videos. I have free books and tracks available for you to order and shipping is free as well. Make sure to subscribe and click the little bell to get notified when I post a new video. Good morning. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, Just a double reminder. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, you can contact me at jasondemars.com. We're continuing on the topic, Identifying the Foolish Virgin, Part 2. If you're listening in, please send your greetings. I see a few have already. Brother Kenny and Sister Janelle, good morning and God bless you. Brother Migali, God bless you, miss you brother, and praying for you. Any others who are listening in, please also send your greetings, and if any questions come up even during uh, this, if, if it's related, I may be able to answer it right away. Um, if you contact me in the comments section, Brother Linsley, God bless you, good morning. All right, let's get right into the topic. Um, So just reviewing from Tuesday, uh, talking about the ten virgins, looked at the parable of the ten virgins, and I'm just going to bring some points that stand out. I encourage every... Brother Tony from Madawaska, God bless you. I encourage everyone to refer back and read Matthew 25, 1 through 13. Sister Jay, God bless you. All right... So, um, ten virgins, obviously, five wise, five foolish, they all took lamps, and we'll put it this way, they all had lamps, they all had light in their lamp, so they all had oil in their lamps. The difference was, the wise took oil in a separate vessel, in other words, the, 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 the wise took, actually took a refill of oil, so that when, if... If the bridegroom tarried, they could refill their oil and their lights would not go out. All right? All of them fell asleep while the bridegroom tarried. At midnight, there was a cry made Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go out to meet him. They all rose, they all trimmed their lamps. And at this point in time, after hearing the message Behold, the bridegroom cometh. and responding to the message and trimming their lamps, they now realize our lamps are going out. Give us some of your oil out of the vessel that you have brought oil in. But the wise, the wise said, no, it doesn't work that, that way. Not so. If, if we give to you, there won't be enough for us to get into the marriage. So you have to go to someone that buys and sells and purchase oil for yourselves. Th- at that point in time, they went to get oil. and before the foolish virgin came back, they went into the marriage, it was shut. They came to the door, said, "Let us in." said, "I don't I, I know you not. I know you not." And so um, this the, the whole the whole picture here, is speaking of the period of time of the seventh church age. They're waiting for the coming of the Lord. They're going out to meet him. They're virgins. At this whole time, they're in the same group, a part of the same people. And it comes to, even after hearing the message that was preached, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, Even then, they're still together, but they rise up, they hear the message, and they begin to trim their lamps, and and at this place, the wise and the foolish separate. The foolish come to the wise, say, give us of your oil. In other words, we're in a condition where we're not ready to go into the marriage. So at that point, they separate now. They separate and the, when they separate, the foolish and the wise virgins separate, the wise go into the marriage, the foolish go to look for oil. And that's the separation. And the, 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 while that, When that separation takes place, at, after that separation takes place, I should say, then the wise go into the marriage, go into the rapture. The foolish miss the rapture because they did not bring oil in vessels for a refill, all right? So those are some basics to establish from looking at the parable, all right? Now I want to start to look at the different places where Brother Branham speaks about the foolish virgin. All right, 1958, sudden secret going away of the church. How many of you all perhaps have read of the virgins? Some were wise and some were foolish. Virgin means purity. They were all good people, every one of them virgin. Sanctified vessels of God, but those who had oil in their lamps went in and the others was left out. They were all virgins, every one people that you couldn't put your finger on for anything wrong. They, every one, believed in the coming of the Lord. They were ready to go out to meet him, but some of them let their oil go out. Don't let that be your case. Keep oil in your lamp. Oil is a spirit, the Holy Spirit. Never let it drain from you. When you feel your love dying away, your sincerity to Christ and to the cause, quickly go to him who has the fountain of oil and buy for yourself a filling of the Holy Spirit. All right. Um, each church age, this is from the revelation of Jesus Christ. Each church age can hold, behold itself by its scriptural and spiritual speaking unto them. As the Spirit speaks, each age can behold itself. Each age bore the true vine of Christ the wise virgin, and each age bore the grafted vine, the foolish virgin. All right? Um, Patmos' vision. So then the foolish virgin was the one who did not have oil in their lamps that I believe that was cast out into outer darkness where there'll be weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth. And if you compare that or your footnotes, it'll run right back again to the great Tribulation, And I think they're the ones who stays back and goes through the great tribulation. In the sermon, ten virgins and 144,000. Now watch, they both of them were virgins. Now let me get this here. Let's take these two right here. There's a virgin, and this is a virgin. This was a foolish virgin, and this was a wise virgin. But both of them are virgins. Now if you take that name virgin and run it down, it means holy, clean, sanctified. The word sanctifies comes from the word sainted, which means clean. Now that's a Greek word, sanctified, which means clean. Now the Hebrew word is make holy, and ours is clean. Now they take the three words, like each word has the same meaning, but it spoke different, like the word clean, holy, sanctified. All three the same word. All right. So the Greek word for clean is sanctify. The Hebrew word is holy. Holy, clean, and sanctify is all the same word. So this was not a filthy Dirty church. It was a sanctified, clean church. Ten virgins went out to meet the bridegroom. What does it mean? All these churches—not not now, da- not down here in the Roman, but down in the denominationals—the Nicolaitans, Baptist preach on the second coming of Christ, Methodist preach on the second coming of Christ, Presbyterian preach the second coming of Christ, Nazarene preach the second coming of Christ, Pilgrim Holiness preach the second coming of Christ. That right? All of them went out to meet the bridegroom. Now you remember that they, everyone was on the road to meet the bridegroom. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, they went out. All right, the foolish virgin, the wise virgin with oil in her lamp she made ready. Now, we, while she was gone to get some oil, that's what they are trying to do right now. These great evangelical churches tr- trying to find these great things, you know, and do go back to the Bible, back, we need the Pentecostal blessing. All right. Right at the hour, can you see now that the foolish virgins that wouldn't take the oil and will have to rise and be separated do you understand when the foolish virgin began to receive? Just like now, that she needed this, she went after it. It was the very minute the bridegroom came. Uh, Sixty-two in the sermon oneness. This thing of the council of churches, nothing at the else in the world, but a stir of the foolish virgin to be left here on the earth for a picking for the antichrist. All right, letting off the pressure. But did you ever wake up to think that Jesus said that the foolish virgin, when she began to call for oil, it was right then that the bridegroom came? When they woke up and begin to realize that they would had no oil, they went to buy oil, and it's at that minute when they went to buy oil that the bridegroom came and the bride went in. All right. the sermon conflict between God and Satan, fire is the confirmation of the light coming from the word. word. The smart virgin, the wise virgin, had oil in her lamp and she trimmed her lamp and, and lit it. Now what is it? God is the word, the oil is the spirit, and the fire is the gospel light on that oil. God said so. That's the vessel. All right, the oil is in the vessel and the fire burning it shows that it's reflecting the light of what the word said. See, that's the reflection. Now that wise virgin could do that. But that other, fool, other foolish virgin was on the outside, had no oil, and they couldn't reflect nothing but just their church and their denomination. All right. In the third seal, another thing, if you want to see Matthew fourteen twenty-five, there was foolish virgin, or 25, 3, the foolish virgin had no oil, no spirit. Matthew 25, 4, the wise, wise virgin had oil in her lamp, spirit-filled, spirit. Oil typifies the spirit. All right, God hiding himself in simplicity. Remember, they didn't know it until the day they entered into the ark and then it was too late. The foolish virgin didn't know until she come back and found the wise virgin gone. Then she was left for the tribulation Period. No good teacher believes that the church, the bride, the church goes through the tribulation, but not the bride. The church goes through for purification, sure, under the sixth seal, right? All right, questions and answers. Number two, after the bride is raptured, will any of the foolish virgin be saved or will they all be lost? No, see, everything will be finished for the Gentile church when the bride is taken from the earth. The Spirit of God leaves the earth. He that's filthy is filthy still. He that's righteous is righteous still. He that's holy is holy still. In other words, the sanctuary becomes smoky where the attorney stands to plead the case. Christ leaves the sanctuary. His day of mediatorial work is over. The rapture comes. He leaves from the sanctuary, goes forth, takes the book of redemption, claims everything he's redeemed. There's no more mediatorial work. How many understands that have got that in one of the seals? Yeah, the seals, I believe it was, that Christ comes forth to claim his mediatorial work. Now just a minute, will the foolish virgin be saved? No. Whatever happens, she happens now, after that time she's in the state. Now she'll have to go through the tribulation period, and the reason of it is, is because she was rejected the atonement in its fullness. She's a believer, a professed believer, but she will have to go through the tribulation period the Bible said, "In the rest of them, the dragon spurted water out of his mouth to go and make war. And what an hour that is. There's never been a time in history where the nominal churches has become so hungry to find the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Um, all right. Now, this is a striking thing. Please don't take it as a doctrine, but do you understand what the, the scriptures said would take place when that did? Time was over, for look, there was... Ten virgins went out to meet the bridegroom. Half of them had oil in their lamp, half of them didn't. That's the part of the body that's dead and the part that's alive. The five five wise, behold the bridegroom. They all trimmed or woke and trimmed their lamps to go into the wedding supper. But when the foolish virgins said, give us some of your oil, our lamps has gone out. Give us some of your oil. They said, not so. We just got enough for ourselves. Go buy it. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. When the proclamation went out, the decree, the bridegroom's coming, everybody wanted to get right quick. Right, right, quick. Ain't that the hour when the handwriting's on the wall? Oh, we want the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We want this, that, and the other. But while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. The wise went in and they were left outside where they will be weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth. All right. Let me... All right, questions and answers number four. When you use the expression that if we do not believe the word, we will be eternally separated from Christ, do you mean the foolish virgin will live eternally, but they'll be separated from the new Jerusalem where Christ will dwell with the bride? Here are those who do not have the Holy Spirit, born again, as the Scripture speaks of being born again. If the natural birth receives water, blood, and spirit, does not the spiritual birth require all three stages of grace before the person is truly born again? Absolutely. I I just explained that this morning. The same on the same thing. You've got to have all stages. You're begotten of the Spirit, just like a baby is begotten, and in the womb of a mother, but not born until they receive the Holy Ghost. That's right. You're born then. You're not converted. You're in the process of being converted until that time. That's the reason that all these great mysteries could not be given to Luther, could not be given to Wesley, could not be given to that age that was just passed by us, the Pentecostal age. It wasn't time. They were begotten. Now the person of Christ himself, the Son of Man, you understand, revealing himself in human flesh could not come until now. All right. The seed shall not be heir with the shuck. Now there, what troubles me at this hour is knowing that we see all these denominations pulling into this, what we know to be what you call the latter rain or the pouring out of the spirit. Do you realize that Jesus said that when the foolish virgin and the wise virgin was not heirs together? The foolish virgin, she was a virgin, just lacking oil. But when she come to buy oil, it was at that time that the bridegroom came and she was left out while she was trying to buy oil. You understand I want that to soak in real good. Now surely I won't have to move that subject any further. Now neither can the spiritual and the natural be heirs together. That's why the rapture, the bride, the wise virgin, the called out, the foreordained, the elected, why you businessmen wouldn't run your office like some haphazard people trying to think God runs his program. God knew before the foundation of the world who would be saved and who would not be saved. By predestination, by foreknowledge, he saw every member, put every name on the Lamb's book of life where the church ever began. Jesus come to seek and to save that which was on the book. He bought the book of redemption. It was lost and he redeemed us and all names was on that book, was redeemed when he redeemed us. Amen. So looking at the wise and foolish virgin, um, I want to bring a few scriptures. Um, Revelation 17, uh, 3-6. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon the scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, or full of blasphemous names, having seven heads and ten hordes. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. We understand the Roman Catholic Church. The Orthodox Church is the... The, the great whore, but she is a mother of harlots. She gave birth to someone. Those harlots are the denominations that came out of her. They came out with a message that God sent through a messenger that was a great leader in, in, in their church. And then after they passed away, they organized a denomination, a system, just like the previous system with some different nuances creeds, hierarchy, etc., the big picture. That's what they did. So they are harlot daughters. So those systems have been thoroughly and continually condemned by Brother Branham's teaching. He, he, he doesn't mince words. It's not clear. It's not unclear, it's absolutely clear in the sermon um, unveiling of God. The Gentile church has also been blinded from the veil after it's been tore off and showed God the ecclesiastical veil. How? By veiling the word in human being again. That's exactly what Israel failed to see. If it would have been some angel or something, Israel would have believed it. But being it could not be an angel, it had to be a man. Amen. God can't break his word. The last days, it has to be the same thing again. What blinded Israel? That man. You're a man making yourself God. That's what they killed him for. And today, because the message come through man and not angels. See, God can't change his way. Change his word. He said he changed not. See, notice, promised. And the the Gentiles are just as blinded as Israel was because what? The veil. God veiled in a human being, blinded Israel. Notice, has ever blinded one. One, it will blind the uh, the other, it will reveal the truth. It'll close the eyes of son and open the eyes of the other. Look, Jesus stood and said, Well, your name is Simon, and your father's name was Jonas. He said, Lord God, see Philip. He said, How do you know how did you know? I said, Behold an Israelite in whom there's no guile. And he said, Rabbi, when did you know me? He said, Before Philip called you, when you were under the tree, I saw you. He said, Rabbi, you're the Son of God. You're the King of Israel. Well, there stood those there, said, He's Beelzebub. See, what did it do? Open one's eyes, blinded the other. What did the priest say? Why, that guy's Beelzebub. The little woman, I know Messiah is coming, which is called the Anointed One. See, the Anointed One will come. We haven't had prophets. You must be a prophet, but the Anointed One will come. We're looking for him. This is the last days for the Jews. Said this is the last day. See, both Samaritan and Jew looking for Messiah. See, said this is the time for him to appear. We know when he comes he'll do these things. He'll tell us these things. Jesus said, I am he. Her eyes were open. The priest was blinded. That's what the gospel always does. It opens the eyes of some and reveals the truth to some, while it blinds the others. It has a twofold meaning. Some can take that sun and look straight into it and go blind. Others take it and walk out with it. It's the different recognizing your day and its message. The church this day is prophesied to be blinded, to reject the evening time message. Revelation 3 said, So thou art wretched, miserable. Notice the bride's condition the other night of the church, naked, blind, and don't know it. Lord Jesus, be merciful to us. The Bible said she was naked. I never saw it till just now. Laodicea church was naked. All right, Christ is revealed in his own word because God had selected the man for the age and selected the message and even the nature of the man and what would go over in that age, what he could put over, how he could, with the nature of that certain man, he could blind the eyes of others. The words that that man would say, the way he acted, would blind others and open others' eyes. See, he dressed the man in the type of dress that he was, the nature, the ambition, everything just the way he had to be, just perfectly selected for that certain people that he would call for that certain age." Revelation chapter 4. War. This is the setting of the great battle. The people that rejected God's message rejected the Holy Spirit, the messenger of the seven churches. The one that had rejected this message of his grace had nothing left, but judgment was ready. Oh, while he was making ready to pour out the plagues upon the earth now, come up hither and I'll show you what's fixing to take place. Christ rejecting godless sinners. I'm going to pour out my wrath upon them. will the church go before the tribulation, 1958? And he never did that one time to a Gentile. Why? He left it till this day. That's what he said here in the days when the Son of Man shall reveal himself from heaven. He's revealing revealing himself now to the church for mercy. The next time he reveals himself is, is in destruction to those who has rejected the message. All right. So let's just take a minute to break this down, the scriptures we read. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, this is Revelation 18.4, Come out of her, my people, come out of the great whore and the mother of harlots, come out of her, come out of that system, come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins and that ye receive not of her plagues. So there's a people that responds to this message to come out of her. Now, what if they don't come out of her? What if they go and, let's look at Revelation 13. Revelation 13, verse... uh, Excuse me. Verse 14, and deceiveth them all, them that dwell on the earth, by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. All right. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak, and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, Free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. All right, we know that there's a twofold application of the mark of the beast. It's spiritually taking place now. If you reject the seal of God, you take the mark of the beast. Brother Branham says the the. Denomination leads to the mark of the beast, and so ultimately, there's going to be a physical manifestation of the mark of the beast in the form of something that is going to cause people to not be able to buy or sell unless they have this mark of the beast. But it's clearly connected to the image of the beast, the image of the beast is the unified world churches, the Roman Catholic Church and all the other churches unified together. And if, if you don't take that mark of the beast, you will be killed and you will not be able to, you'll be persecuted, you'll be, you'll be chased. Uh, Revelation 12 speaks about the woman fleeing to the wilderness for three and a half years She receives the message from the two messengers. The woman, Israel, goes to the wilderness for three and a half years. The dragon is cast out and makes war with the woman. And and the dragon saw that he was cast upon the earth. He persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. He persecutes Israel. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, and to her place where she is nourished for a time, times and half a time from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So the dragon goes and persecutes uh, Israel, the 144,000, and persecutes the foolish virgin, the remnant of her, part of a remnant of her seed. So there is two groups the Jewish group and the foolish Gentile, foolish virgin group that are under persecution. The foolish virgin does not take the mark of the beast, does not side with the denominational system. They stay separated. If they take the mark of the beast, they're lost. But they don't take the mark of the beast in the tribulation period, and, and they are part of those. They have to be purged, as Brother Branham talks about. Uh, In the seventh seal, he says, the first thing was that the sleeping virgin, or you would say the foolish virgin, had to go through the tribulation period for purification. She had to be purged of her sins of unbelief and rejecting the message. This she was done in the tribulation period. Um, We see they winding up over here in Revelation 7 between the sixth and seventh chapter here. She had been purged and she had been given her robes. Now she is not the bride, but it's the church. The pure people that didn't have the opportunity maybe to receive the message or in some way that they were blinded by these false prophets and they didn't get a chance and yet they were really sincere in heart. And God knows their heart and here they are purged during this time. So he says sins of unbelief for rejecting the message, but then he goes on to clarify that further And he said either they didn't have the opportunity to receive the message or some way it was misrepresented to them and because of that misrepresentation, they rejected the message. He says, and God knows their heart. Here they are purged during this time. So they're the ones that are purged during the tribulation period. Revelation chapter 7 he speaks of that he says these are the ones that come up in re- revelation 7 and after this i beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with right robes and palms in their hands and qu- cried with a loud voice saying salvation to our god which sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell down, fell before the throne on on their faces and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. They are foolish virgin. They refused to take the mark of the beast out of their love and devotion to Jesus Christ during the tribulation period. And because they were purged through the tribulation period, they're saved. No, they don't come up in the millennium. They come up in the new earth. But, but they're, sa- they're ultimately saved. Now, we talk about um, New Testament salvation the foolish virgin don't have new testament new covenant salvation they don't go through receive the baptism of the holy ghost and then that baptism of the holy ghost leads them and guides them into all truth of the word of their day no they don't they they don't do that they don't they don't continue on to the fullness of the word for their day they as we, as we read and as we talked about the foolish virgin, they respond to the... Somehow, they respond to the message. They rise to trim their lamps, but then they have to separate to go by oil. They, they go by oil, and why they go by oil? The rapture takes place. The bride goes in to the wedding supper. Tribulation sets on, and those foolish virgin have to be purged because they did not receive the full atonement. What is the full atonement? Full atonement is the washing of water by the word. If you receive, that is the true new covenant salvation. The foolish virgin aren't partakers of that. They miss that. And because they miss that, they have to go through a purging during the tribulation period. I hope that's clear. If you reject the word, spiritually, you reject the word, you take the mark of the beast. Now again, look, There's, there's you say, what about this and what about that person? The Apostle Paul rejected the word. Did he take the mark of the beast? Well, no he didn't. The Apostle Paul rejected and persecuted the Word, and God met him, changed him, and granted him forgiveness. When we say rejecting the Word is to take the mark of the beast, that doesn't close the door of grace. That simply stay in the reality that when you reject the Word of God, it leads you to this condition of the mark of the beast. That doesn't mean God could change could change you, and again, that's a spiritually speaking thing. In the great tribulation, th- there will be a literal mark of the beast. If you've rejected the word in this time, you're go- you're going to go and go and and it's going to come to this place. You'll be confronted in the tribulation period. Will you take the mark, the f- literal physical mark of the beast, or will you reject that? and be persecuted and killed in the great tribulation. That is the purging that the foolish virgin has to go through because they do not receive the full atonement. What does atonement mean? At one, at one meant means that God has, through the blood of Christ, you have become one with Him again. The blood has cleansed you. But how do we get the blood? You don't even have the blood without the token, which is the life that was in the blood. You've got to receive the Holy Ghost. When you receive the Holy Ghost, then the full atonement is applied. And the Holy Ghost will always lead you into all truth. My personal experience. I I grew up in a Lutheran church. my family moved to a Baptist church because of the the Word of God. Um, In that Baptist church, eventually I decided to go to college. I lived my life for sports. I I partied and, and did things that no one should be proud of. And it was a bad situation, but God came and dealt with me. And I got saved through the witnessing of two brothers who strongly believed in predestination and they witnessed to me their father was a presbyterian minister they started bringing me to a, another baptist church that preached the word of predestination so strongly god changed my life within a year the holy spirit led me to the message i had an experience in my vehicle and i just said lord i don't want i don't want this life anymore i want I want to live for you. And He changed me. He changed my heart. He put a desire for the Word in my heart. And that desire for the Word led me through circumstances to the message. The Spirit of Truth will guide you into all truth. And so when you have received the Spirit, it's going to lead you to the truth that's contained in the message. And that brings you to a full atonement. But there's many who either the message has been, they've never heard it, or they heard it and it was misrepresented to them. And in that case, uh, the prophet says they rejected it because it was misrepresented to them. And they will have to, both those situations, those people will have to be purged in the tribulation period. So I hope that's helpful. I hope that makes sense. If you have questions or want me to follow up on this, please let me know. Contact me at jasondemars.com. Just take a minute. I think a few more people joined uh, and sent greetings. Sister Mai, greetings and God bless you. Uh, God bless you. Brother Arnest from Kenya. And I think that's it. Thank you all for your greetings and for listening in. May the Lord richly bless you.